0: Hello, and welcome to the Pink Isle. As always, my name is Henry Kathman, and joining me is the illustrious Emma Corey.
1: Yeah, that's me, the illustrious one. Now, so, um
0: before we begin, listener, we are, if you can't tell with the enthusiasm of our voices, uh, today is a very momentous occasion because for the first time in Pink Isle history, we have someone who's joined us in the aisle. We found him kind of tucked away behind some of the old recalled dream houses and with some of the old... There
1: might be a Barbie hot tub party bus there. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, but... We managed to find her, so everyone, please welcome our first guest. She is an acclaimed writer and content creator for the YouTube channel Let's Talk About Stuff, as well as the author of the hit fanfic God Feels, as well as the recent writer for the Teresi route on the game Pester Quest. So please, welcome our guest, Sarah Zedig.
2: Thank you for joining us uh hi how did you get me out of my house well i'll tell you it was really tough
0: we had like all this like pastel themed food we figured
2: eh, this might we might be able to get a couple of... i See,
1: i don't really Oh, go ahead
2: <laughs> i am i am very much like uh, uh an animal that will just sort of follow a trail of, of food <laughs> Uh, single-mindedly, wherever it leads, regardless of my uh, any threats to myself. Regardless safety.
0: of self-preservation yeah. instincts. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I mean... Well, the,
1: the, the pink aisle, it's more of a state of mind, I think. I don't think it's a physical place. Yes. Like, like you have to
0: kind of... You have to open up your mind palace. Yeah. Just whenever you think about the plastic toys and the large, looming presence of the Barbie Blurin, <laughs> suddenly... You find yourself here.
1: You gotta you got get in that mindset in order to watch uh, hours upon hours of uh, mid-2000s direct-to-video CGI oh, movies. Oh, definitely. Of course. So. Of course. But so. yeah, uh,
0: but before we begin to our movie today, uh, so uh, part of the reason why we wanted to bring on guests to this podcast is A, so that it's not just us two chuckles talking but also to be able to explore the idea of barbie from different perspectives and backgrounds to us so uh sarah you are a maybe if i'm bold to say a prolific uh trans content creator on the internet perhaps i don't
2: know that's a, Perhaps that's, that's a too of, flattering. I don't know. I mean, you've you've been working pretty hard to flatter me so far. I uh, <laughs> I I would say that's probably accurate. I am a trans woman making stuff on the internet. I uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of things about my identity. So I have the trans questioning podcast. A lot of my videos do uh, stuff like delve into gender and sexuality and identity in general.
1: Oh yeah, and that's why yeah. we honestly And that's something like I feel like we talk about a lot on this podcast, like yes, essentially definitely. trying to look through these movies through like different perspectives. Yeah. And
0: Barbie is nothing if not a heavily gendered object. And that's something <laughs> that Mattel has tried to Distance themselves, question mark, over the
1: years. Yeah, it's like, Barbie, like, she likes those pink heels, but also she is the president, too. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so it's... So, I don't know, uh, what would you consider, if any, uh, your previous experience or thoughts about Uh, uh, Barbie Barbie as a concept? I know you've probably put in a bunch of thought and time in this. Oh, yeah.
2: I have... Very little personal experience with Barbie besides the probably a, a virtually identical experience to most people who were uh, raised assigned male at birth where they were like, you know, they were the girl toy. I can't be seen with the girl toy. Um, and like there's there is the pink aisle. Uh, and i spent all my time in the in the toy zone in the grocery store, not the grocery store like whatever store you're in the department store yeah and uh, anytime like walking by the the pink aisle it'd be like avert your eyes don't look yes
0: lest <laughs> you catch the gaze yeah
2: and yeah so i don't have i never every time i've ever watched or experienced anything it was like when i was babysitting my Uh, sisters, kids, or Mm. something like that, and I I have not retained any information thereabouts.
0: (laughs) And, you know what? That's very fair. I think when it comes to anyone's queer experience, there's, especially when you're someone who was assigned, like, masculine traits at birth and adopting more feminine traits, the stereotype is that, like, oh, it's cause you let them play with the Barbies that they became this. (laughs) And... Because I don't know, that's cl- obviously like no experience is going to be universal on yeah. this stuff. But I, th- but it's always been something that's like as a straight cis dude doing this podcast. It's something that I've thought about a bit and thinking about how we sort of condition like the ways uh, we're treated to view this, seemingly like uh innocuous object but because it has all this baggage yeah it ends up changing
1: yeah i mean i totally get that like i definitely grew up i was like very much into girly things as like a kid but i didn't really like play with them or engage with them in the way and like the kind of stereotypical kind of way like those barbies they had some drama going on is all i'm gonna say
0: (laughs) yeah yeah all really interesting stuff, and all stuff that's going to be perhaps uh, relevant with the movie we're going to be examining today. So, yeah. so we wait, were...
1: have you like watched any of these movies before?
0: Nope. Oh. This as your first experience with this very acclaimed and prestigious uh, group of cinema, uh, it's, it's going to be a wild ride, to say the least. I'm and... very excited. Oh yeah, I'm very glad. So, and you're also in an interesting position because we, we've only now started recently entering the territory where we also have very little experience with some of these movies. So yeah. some of them are going to be kind of a... Some of them have been kind of a gamble, but a lot of them pleasantly surprised to see that, oh.
1: Yeah, because like the earlier ones we watched, that was like ones that like we grew up yeah, that, watching.
0: That millennial nostalgia, but now yeah. it's like, oh shoot. This is what mm-hmm. the Gen Z kids are into.
1: Yeah, but I do. I have seen this one before, like on I have Cartoon to. Network or something. I can't really remember, but she's like a surfer. She's a she's surfer. But she's also a mermaid, double yes. life type thing. Yeah, and
0: they got this. Oh, God, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure there might be some interesting Did conversations. You notice that now? there is like a
1: whole bunch of just like girl transforms into mermaid mm-hmm. it has to hide her mermaid identity type stories like in the mid 2000s oh yeah they love
0: that stuff like you got your
1: h2o's
0: before that you, i mean obviously you had little mermaid and like splash yeah. with like tom hanks but and
1: then you had like aquamarine. aquamarine you had that classic disney uh original movie the 13th year oh
0: yes but that was a boy who turned oh, into yeah a, that was a
1: There's a fishbowl, so it's different,
0: Yeah, Mermaid stories, there's something about them that is very tied with adolescence. I suppose, like, in adolescence, you feel like, oh, no, I'm suddenly transforming into another thing.
2: Yeah, I I, I can certainly see the appeal. Uh, Yeah, I often feel the desire to just walk into the sea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, very same. And interesting. Well, I mean, to your point, Sarah, uh, I mean, it's no secret that, like, uh, throughout, like, a lot of mermaid fictions, there's always been this queer coding to a lot of some of these stories, like... It's kind of huh, like
1: the stuck between the two worlds yes, thing. Yes, and, like,
0: yeah. changing your identity to suit your environments. It's... And it'll be interesting to see if Barbie, in its very rigid identities, is able to, like,
1: because yeah. this is our, like, second Barbie mermaid movie because we had Fairytopia 2 Mermaidia before, which yeah, wasn't that. Oh. really super... No. Huh. Well, I mean, there was kind of thing because also, like, she transformed into a mermaid. She transformed but it's into to a in mermaid. kind of in a different way. Yeah, and but... in that
0: one, she treated it more like it was a curse where it's like where she desperately wanted to stay a fairy and did not want to be a mermaid. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the Fairytopia topia <laughs> movies yeah. are... Uh, most of them are not very good. not
0: very good. Uh, <laughs> like, if you enjoyed this movie today, Sarah, we got we got a list. We got like we got some Barbie tears that we can work with on this oh, one. Yeah, there
1: are some enjoyable watches. Yes, I
0: indeed. Yeah. But with all that said, uh, just to go through cast and crew, uh, returning as usual, we got Kelly Sheridan returning as always for her Barbie role as Merlia. Hmm, subtle and oh. <laughs> kathleen barr i'm sure she's not gonna well, totally I be wonder a villain if she'll be
1: an evil magic lady
0: Hmm, <laughs> i suppose there's only one way to find out but alongside that uh returning is elise allen as the screenplay writer and allen's previous movies she's most of her movies deal with the bread and butter of like identity and like learning how to be yourself so mm. it'll be interesting mm. to see how that changes yeah it's it's very interesting looking at the different writers for these movies because they usually cycle between two different writing teams and Elise Allen will usually focus on stories about personal identity and, like, learning how to be herself, whereas the other crew will usually be a bit more general and end up being a little bit more daring yeah. in some of their stories. Elise so. Allen
1: is a lot more kind of fantasy magic stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And then... Uh, Alongside that, we got Adam Wood as our director. Uh, Oh, dang! This dude went and did some, went to some places. Uh, Yeah,
1: he's done some animation stuff for some Pixar movies. Yeah, did stuff
0: for the Department of Ratatouille, Up, and Inside Out. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, you're not gonna,
2: you're not gonna talk about how he did (laughs) visual effects for the classic (laughs) film Evolution.
0: Listen, I don't want to commit slander on this podcast, so...
2: i
1: That's the movie? I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs>
2: uh. I, all I can remember is... Wait, no, is this the right movie? Never mind. I, I remember will... there being a movie that had one of the guys from... Uh, what, one of those stupid 90s sitcoms. It's, it's got a, and... a, a oh, Agent Duc-
1: Mulder Duc- in it. So. Oh, David yeah.
0: Duchovny. Oh, Juliet. Oh, f- yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, God, I remember this. So... So, Evolution, ooh, that's a wild movie where they slowly start evolving beyond humanity because of virtual reality. So, uh, It's directed yeah. by
2: Ivan Reitman, same guy who did Ghostbusters. Anyway, that's anyway. not me at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, believe me, if, with all of our other intros, this is very par for the course. But, with all that done, I guess it's time to hang ten... And surf sub and other surfing puns in Barbie, A Mermaid's Tale.
1: From the all-new DVD, Barbie
2: and a Mermaid Tale. A surfer with a secret. She's totally cool. Her hoodie
3: transforms her to where mermaids rule. Barbie and a mermaid. Her hair turns pink underwater. She's beautiful. Barbie and a mermaid. An underwater world are friends. A surfer, a mermaid been a mermaid tail merlezo. Other dolls each so separately color changed with icy warm water. Barbie and a Mermaid Tail all new DVD coming soon.
0: And we're back. So, yeah, Sarah mm. since you're our guest, mm-hmm. uh this being your very first Barbie movie, like how does it feel to be now officially indoctrinated?
2: Uh it doesn't feel sure. great. <laughs> uh, it, it's a strange feeling. Um, it's I would a strange like, feeling. I would like to share with you my notes. I I always take notes when I'm watching movies. Uh, okay. My, my notes this time were not super. Uh, There's not a lot of them, so okay. Uh, let's, Fair enough. So all right. Uh, hair changed color underwater. Dolphin spoke. She's ashamed. Toe licking. Swimming on sunshine and then my last note all exc- uh, uh, all caps toes <laughs> which what? i feel like is a good encapsulation of this movie
0: <laughs> it really is i got to be honest listener uh, this movie is a lot different from when i remember it like granted i must have been in uh, 2010 i think my younger siblings were watching it and like i was the guy from redbox and God, I was a sophomore in high school at the time. I would have
1: been like 10, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I remember this being a lot different with that, but.
1: Yeah, I, I thought, I remember it focusing more on like the high school above ground, I mean, above water stuff. Yeah.
0: You know? huh. Maybe we're thinking of a different movie or something. Yeah.
1: Well, I remember watching this movie, but. I don't don't remember it being another, like, fantasy adventure, go-get-the-McGuffins-type movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, kind of disappointing because, honestly, like, like, the Barbie movies, like, 70% of them are that kind of movie. They are. But,
0: like, the thing is is that some of them are able to become a lot good mostly by the merit of their characters. And, to be honest, like, some of the characterization in this one has been lacking compared to, like some of the previous entries. Like, yeah. I I feel like this might have been a bad first impression for some of these.
2: Yeah, yeah. this this wasn't... Um, this this was not necessarily a well-written film.
0: Yeah, yeah. it It's a shame. Like, Elise Allen, she's done, like, other good stuff with this, but
3: yeah.
1: It just feels a bit generic in a lot of ways. And I, I get, like, kind of the message they were wanting to go with it, the whole, like... You gotta accept the different parts of yourself and stuff, but mm-hmm. I f- yes. I wish if it could have just been focused on that. But instead, it goes into that whole like fantasy adventure. Yeah, part yeah and the just fighting really an ocean bit. fascism. Yeah. yeah, magical destiny, and it just that just kind of like bogs it down. I yeah, there, it was,
2: uh, it... there was a there was solid setup for mm-hmm. an interesting plot where it's like I'm a great surfer girl and everybody loves me, but uh oh the water turns my hair pink and it turns out that this is some weird biological trait of being a mermaid and she's embarrassed by the fact that her hair turned pink and she like purposefully dives bomb dive bombs in the middle of a competition for surfing so that nobody will see or make fun of her pink hair and so that reads as like that 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 can easily read as analogous to like oh, I'm gay, or whatever, in terms of, like, oh, things are changing, and I'm embarrassed about it, and I don't want people to know. Um, And so there there, there was, like, a solid setup for that, and, like, yeah, it turns out that you're part of this other thing that nobody understands, and this other community of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that, like, I wanted to
0: get, like, a gender diverse or some other, like, queer guest to watch this movie, because, like, I... This was the only thing that I remembered from this movie, and it's like, it's a solid setup, but just the execution is just like.
1: Yeah, just because like the main plot is just so generic, it's they have all this potential to like forget. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like that's kind of like the main problem of this movie. It doesn't really feel like it knows what it wants to be because yeah. it wants to have this message about like identity and accepting yourself, but that's not really reflected in the main conflict. No. Like, like the villain and her whole thing, I mean, they kind of try to tie it in end with like, oh, you were different, so that's, now you're I didn't lashing like out. You, but that's it yeah. just doesn't read when your villain is like cartoonishly
2: forcing... evil. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Bless Kathleen Barr's heart but Mattel just gives her the same character over and over again. Which mm-hmm. We're kind of jumping around, but yeah, Sarah, as you mentioned, Mer- Merlia, first off, great name. Uh, yeah. She's the queen of the waves, and she's doing her surfing, and oh, she's embarrassed. And <laughs> And when she's diving down because of her embarrassment, she meets a talking dolphin.
2: And realizes at- she breathes water.
0: Yeah, which you'd think as a surfer that would have popped up a little sooner. Oh wait, no. They say that like
1: yeah, it's like a it's like a puberty thing, puberty type yeah. thing. Yeah, so.
2: Which classic, which, classic setup.
1: Yeah, classic
0: mermaid setup, and
1: which could also, also have like kind of tied into the whole like identity. Type. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, which before also before we go further, we need to acknowledge the just very ripe cheese that was the Queen of the Waves music video song. Oh, yeah. Something that a lot of these more modern Barbie movies will do is that even though they're not musicals, they'll still incorporate like a little pop montage type thing. And in this one, they have this little Queen of the Waves song that plays while she's doing her rad surfer tricks. And meanwhile, Barbie's two requisite friends are in the background just dancing, I guess.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: Very synchronized
0: dance. Very like synchronized dance. dance. Yeah, and
2: and they the the camera they're really going for it to tell you the dynamics of that. It's actually not like the worst directed, because oh no, you've got like the the snap zoom going on of like yeah, the ca- like it's like sports camera footage. You've got the onboard Snoricam thing going so. I don't know, they do a pretty good job of, like, capturing the perspective of of a spectator sport.
0: Yeah, and also, when we're under the water, like, the camera movements end up are sort of reflecting that, where they're very usually slow pans that, like, kind of flow with the waters and stuff like that. It's,
2: like... The energy completely goes away whenever they're underwater for me. Like, that that was sort of, like, a dynamic opening, and then whenever they go... Uh, under the sea, it's like, all right. Well, now we're just watching a movie. Yeah. Uh, this is. Yeah. Just, they ran. Out, they burned all their budget at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and
1: yeah. that's almost kind of like sad. That almost like the stuff with her just being a person, yeah. like on the shore, is almost more interesting than the mermaid stuff. Yeah.
3: Espe-
0: especially since like after the dolphin talks to her, like she goes to her friends, and her friends are way too chill about this, being like, "Whoa, you talk to a dolphin." Cool! Not gonna <laughs> examine that! Yeah. I mean, credit or credit's due, like, one friend, oh, what's her name? I think it, Fallon? Fallon. Yeah, Fallon, is, uh, is rightfully concerned that, hey, really, maybe, maybe you got a you concussion?
2: Get a, did you get a concussion?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, if you, oh, god, that gem of a line where she's like, if you start, if things are blurry, go to the hospital, to which their f- other friend Hadley says, "Or, or the, the zoo." Oh, <laughs> mm, yeah.
2: Because she why the loves zoo. the zoo. Yeah. Why? Why the zoo? Oh, because I love the zoo. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like all these movies they had just like they had the reasonable friend, and then they had the friend that's like the,
2: quirky the weirdo.
0: One. Yeah. yeah. It, I I want to know what Hadley's deal is. So bad.
2: The one who wants to sell essential oils and about, <laughs> oh, like, oh, like, yeah. like bring you in, like, come come to my house. I'm going to do a showing for LuLaRoe. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, have you ever thought about being your own boss? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Hasn't talked to you since high school, sends you a message, nagging no. you on Facebook. Turns oh, into boy. That oh, that boy. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. But her friend's very chill about this. And then she ends up... Uh, and talks to her grandfather, Break, who I don't know what the best way to describe him is. I would say like
1: surfer stoner.
0: Surfer... I was going to say discount Jimmy Buffett fan.
2: Yes. Yeah. I would say I would say he's like um, surfer Jimmy Buffett man who is just he's, like one step away from sort of in that. Handsome silver fox kind of territory. Yeah, but he's, but he's a too crunchy too, to capitalize yeah, on he's, that. Yeah, he's he's a little bit too dumb for it. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. Like he's like a couple of paychecks away from getting that boat, and all he <laughs> wants to do is go tuna fishing, I guess. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But but her grandfather takes care of Malia, and and oh. she's like, <laughs> I have pink hair. To which she's like, Whoa. Super chill, dude. She see he seems like one of those cool grandparents that's really adamant of like trying to smoke weed with her.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you got grandparents like that. I oh,
0: I I've heard stories. Uh-huh. I've heard. Oh, but i yeah, the lore. I've heard uh, the lore.
2: Yeah, I I do really appreciate the scene where he's recounting how he adopted her, and he's just. He's just balancing some rocks on his body, and then yeah. a mermaid shows up and says, Hey, do you want this baby? And he <laughs> says, Yes.
0: Yeah, because apparently uh, it's unclear. I think so. This dude's name is Break, and he had a son named Rip. Yeah. Very
1: unfortunate name. Yeah, for which. Person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Rip. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's gone.
1: blade, let it rip.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, apparently Rip died somewhere, but before then, he, uh, scootily pooped with the mermaid
2: and just got a baby. You know, it'd be like that sometimes.
1: Well, on the Barbie wiki, it says they were married, so we gotta make sure Barbie is not promoting, uh...
0: Extramarital marriage or yeah,
1: extramarital marriage or uh, extramarital sex. Yeah, then Barbie is very
0: in this house. We are monogamous, gotta keep that mermaid monogamy, y'all. Yeah, but
1: I'm just gonna assume that her father just like died in a surfing accident.
0: Oh god, yeah, yeah. No plot twist, he's alive and on like the Bahamas or something, just like. In a shack, avoiding paying his taxes or something. It was like, yeah. yeah,
1: my wife's a mermaid. Don't like to talk about it. Yeah.
0: God, that house, though. Oof. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That rich
1: Everyone house. is usually pretty bougie in these movies.
0: Definitely. <laughs> they're bougie
1: or they're related to royalty, or in this case, both. So. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but... Understandably, I guess, Merlia doesn't believe that she's a mermaid, so she just does some sweet parkour out of the house, and then (laughs) is
1: Girl just jumps out the window. Oh,
0: just jumps out the window, and she does some, like, sitting by Pride Rock on the ocean, and is just being all angsty with her friends, I guess. Yeah. And then, and then, oh, the dolphin comes... And the dolphin's name is Zuma! And it turns out she's from this mermaid kingdom of Oceana, and Merlia is the princess of it. But it turns out Merlia's evil aunt, Heiress, has taken her throne! And now it's up to Merlia to fulfill her chosen one destiny: to retrieve the throne by getting the magical MacGuffins.
2: Yeah, she's gonna so, get the three MacGuffins
0: to. Well, it's only the two in this. Well, well she
1: no, there's three because she gets the comb and the, the fish, fish, and then she takes the necklace.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh, darn it!
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: and I call myself a Barbie scholar. Well, it's like you I'm don't sorry. even know
1: the Barbie formula.
0: I'm sorry. This is probably the third time I've been canceled on this podcast from the Barbie oh, scholar community. Oh no! I'm sorry.
1: It's tough out there. It's but tough. um, Yeah, and it, it's kind of a, the interesting direction they go with where she, like, rejects this at first. Yeah. Know, she doesn't want to be put into this situation, which I thought was a kind of, like, cool character conflict, but it doesn't really, like, come up no. Right over no. this. No, because she like, still does mid-
3: it.
1: Yeah, yeah, she still
0: does it. It feels very standard- rejection of the call out of that Joseph Campbell hero's journey. Yeah, she which,
1: sees a magical hologram and she's like, oh, okay, I'll do it now. Yeah,
0: so she breaks her necklace and whoop, so, for some reason this necklace lets you see the queen who's imprisoned and creating this special magic mermaid juice called what do they call Marilia? it? Marillia? Marillia. Which they
1: never really established yeah, what it does. Apparently it helps determine the entire teams. health
0: of the ocean.
2: Yeah.
1: Even though they only ever give it to like this one city.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they don't they definitely don't really delve into the socioeconomic function of this strange mineral or whatever it is, this energy source.
0: That's the thing, like sort of like the ideas of identity earlier, this movie also could go into potential environmentalist themes, but just doesn't go with it. Cause like Health of the ocean—that's kind of relevant.
2: No, yeah, you're right. It is pretty relevant. Like even in 2010, and like there's even there, there's a lot that that could be talked about here because there's also just there's shops under the ocean. There's sexism oh, under the ocean. Yeah, it's it's all there. Like I I think something this blatantly corporate has so much potential to be a an, an amazing commentary on. Uh, on like capitalist superculture in general oh yeah, it's definitely it's fascinating
0: yeah, because this underwater society, I mean, it's a skip ahead a bit, like Merlia, Zuma they swim under the water eh, they, uh, but they arrive at Oceana, and Oceana is basically under the rule of an authoritarian leader yeah.
1: like very but very like, important uh, Joe. Blooming Tail yes. and Sea Fora. Oh,
0: God. Like yeah. even
1: underwater, you can't escape Captain no. F- Oh, my God. Capital yeah.
3: Capital.
0: <sighs> I. But, oh, not just that. They got, like, mermaid celebrities, I guess, who are followed by the
2: Pufferazzi. Yeah. Just puffer... one of them. Just, just one dude. Yep, just one guy. One I little mean, puffer fish who has a. I has mean, that's the camera. state of
0: journalism down there. Like,
1: hey, hey don't... you know he's he's about it because he's got a little fedora on. So. Oh god,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mermaidie.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how we're like the fish versus mermaid like dynamics are like in this society. Now. Yeah,
0: usually that's at least somewhat addressed
1: in these mermaid stories, but... Well, because, like, they're, like, sentient and seem to have, like, the same kind of, like, role as just, like, regular people, but also some of them are, like, pets, so it's, like...
2: Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, this this movie definitely... There's there's a handful of, like, really dicey questions that this movie really doesn't want you to think about.
0: Yeah. Uh Oh, God, but... Yeah, so Zuma and Marilla are hiding out and, oh, they gotta get a fake tail or else she'll be discovered. So they end up going into, like, this one fashion boutique. Did they go into, like, Blooming Tales or whatever that... I don't know. They just,
1: they just go into one. Yeah. Wait, was this after they had the scene where Oh, yes, thank Ares you. Aeris yeah. was ha- So Aeris every day throws there Was like a little festival for herself where it's just people telling her she loved they love her in a crowd, yeah. And she's the requisite Kathleen Barr voice, uh, bitter magic lady, yeah. Yep. Mm. But this
0: time, when people step out of line, she doesn't have magic beams, she
2: has water tornadoes it's
1: and in red for some reason,
2: yeah. Yep, and she got some vortexes that she she uses to. To grab hold of the dissidents and throw them in jail.
0: Ah, yeah. Leads to my... I have a theory now about the Pufferazzi. The Pufferazzi is the only type of journalism that uh, Eris will allow. There's no free press. She imprisoned
1: all the other journalists.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could just run through all of Umberto Eco's ur-fascism. We could probably...
1: That's why they need this, like, random 16-year-old to overthrow this leader. (laughs) She just imprisoned all the rebels. Ah yes.
0: Ah yeah. Oh, man, I have not seen Aquaman, but I would be down to watch a Mermaid War movie like that. That'd be rad as heck.
2: I do I do like to think about, uh, I know we're jumping ahead a- again here, but like whenever yeah, they, they, that we don't see them set all of the prisoners free. Uh, yeah. although, they talk, <laughs> although they talk about it. I do like they the idea of them like, of of are for- of Merlia going to the the prison and being like, so what were you in here for? And somebody's like, oh, minor drug offenses, and she's like, hmm, mm. I don't know about that. Like, I guess that's fine, you know, get down to it. And then one person's like, oh yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was planning to overthrow the monarchy, and she's like, oh yeah, oh that's Can't dangerous. Have that. I Can't have you that. Can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. You know
1: what? I feel like that's. I accept that. I accept that. That's probably. I, for one,
0: <laughs> welcome our new communist mermaid uh, settlement. Oh
1: my god! But... So,
0: but yeah. So after this little, uh, after their little ceremony. But
1: yeah, we didn't miss in the kissy fish. Oh, there is a kissy god, fish. God, there's a kissy fish. Yeah.
2: There is a kissy fish.
0: Where the mm-hmm. this kissy fish is really adamant about getting her C4-a- uh, lipstick on and, oh,
2: because she wasn't paying attention to Eris, into the dungeon. Yeah, she gets thrown in jail. Gets thrown in the slammer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Such
1: a beloved character gone so soon. So soon.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But...
1: Well, also uh, Eris has like a wimpy sea dragon sidekick.
0: (sighs) Yeah. He's not as bad as like the gay weasel, but... He he's he really wants to toot that shell horn.
1: Oh, yeah, one of these movies had a gay weasel villain sidekick.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Like he was full on like oh my mistress, let oh. me fall. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It it's yeah. like it was like Magic Buyer uh Magic brine, but unironic. Oh god. That... Oh yeah. Yeah. That ain't great. But not great. So Merlia hides out in this clothing store to get a fake tail, and, oh, the two shop owners come in, and they start dancing with the dolphin for some reason. Yeah. 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 She,
1: she left her other two friends on land, so she needs two more requisite friends that don't really have any kind of person, okay. individual personality, except nope. they're British for some reason, and they like fashion.
0: Yep. They like that fashion. And yeah, then Also,
1: we forgot to mention, like, all the mermaids have like the same model essentially like the girl the woman mermaids and the man mermaids. mermaids
0: except with the woman mermaids they have all these different type of outfits a lot of them with like like, like side windows so they can have side like side
1: window tank tops is the only shirt allowed yeah. and
0: meanwhile all the dudes have like tank tops yeah no yeah. mermaid nipples here
1: i feel like yeah. they just like got rid of all the other different mermaids they just like they're
2: in the dungeon too. Mm. Yeah, mm. You know, all the all the women are wearing like really colorful, ornate clothes that have all kinds of different like designs and things on them. They're still pretty like bland, but they're very colorful mm-hmm. and bright and like different shapes and things. And then every single dude, like you <laughs> joked, is like they're all just chads. They're all just wearing. They're like, all just a
0: bunch of chads. Then just yeah. it's just perfect it's bone just structure. An, an all ocean of chads were banished.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Eris was just like. Let me measure thy skull. (laughs) I see that your top is off by a quarter inch.
2: Tornadoes for you. Yeah. (laughs) Eris Eris is like, ah, yes, I will have an ocean of twinks. (laughs) 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 Oof. Yeah, I don't know. Some of
0: those gave some of them gave off a twonk vibe. Like oh, they, for sure. they were too built. they for... were
1: himbos. They were all himbos. Oh, yes.
0: They were all himbos. Yes, the That's sea of himbos. True. Absolutely. All yes. women true. are
1: himbos. <laughs> mm,
3: mm.
0: It is now law. All right. So anywho. Also this clothing store has like a random fish DJ mm-hmm. and so
1: he's giving snarky commentary on what's going on. He's
0: just being all like, girl, that mm-hmm. tail. Uh, so then they start, The two mermaids start dancing with Zuma
2: With Sarah As you will note, pull from your notes They're swimming on sunshine It's true They're swimming on sunshine
1: so, See, which is the second time we've seen, like, a copyrighted song be used in one of these movies with, like, different lyrics to it. Because, like, they had that one song in a Three Musketeers. Oh, God.
0: Like, which was, like...
1: It's like that, you're unbelievable. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. But they put, like, new lyrics to it to kill yeah. the movie. Oh,
0: it, that no. was a deep cut. Pulling from weird one-hit wonders from the late 90s and early oddies, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Those yeah. are cheap rights to get, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's definitely a shift when these movies started having like pop music soundtracks.
0: Yes, definitely. 2010 is kind of a definite shift in tone, mm-hmm. and but oh, after dancing, they they discover Merulia and see that she's a human, and that's when we're introduced to their little uh, mm-hmm. sea lion mm-hmm. cub who who like his name is Snouts, and he take seeing her toes just. Let's let's at them. But,
2: yeah. So the, the the chain of events is really important because one the, one of the one of the mermaids like falls behind this, this rack of clothes and sees yeah. Merlia and is like ah and backs away and knocks the clothes over on top of her and then everybody can only see her toes and her feet and they're like ah what is that and then like they, they both of the mermaids reach down and grab her feet. And they're, like, examining them. And then she, like, pulls away and she says, no, they're attached to me. And she stands up. And they're like, Whoa. ah, it's a human. She has legs and feet and toes. (laughs) And that's when the sea lion goes up and is like, wow, toes, and then licks her feet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, some very, some uh, Mm. large shots of feet for her.
0: I don't know which was worse. The time when they kept on zooming in on a loose tooth in a previous movie, oh, yeah. or the toes.
1: Um, I feel like the tooth thing was more... It, yeah. was, it came up a few more times, but that's yeah, fair. the feet thing is kind of... Oof. You, you just see these scenes and you know like there's someone on the it's, animated It's That's champion. someone something something. There's, there's someone there.
3: Yeah,
2: someone, <laughs> someone made an executive decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, we can't have too much time on fleshing out the lore, but you gotta have the toes in there. Our shareholders, they're crazy about the toes for some reason.
1: Yeah, we don't have time to have character building moments in this movie, but we do get like a five minute makeover scene.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, uh, listener, this makeover scene. So it goes. It goes. It, like, honestly, I've never seen like a makeover scene like this in any of the previous Barbie movies, but they just went ham on it. Yeah. First, Barbie think- gets like a scene outfit, like with lace and goth stuff, and honestly, that was the best look. That
2: was the best one, and I was so excited when I saw it, because I was like, oh, is, are they going to make me want to be a mermaid? I would, if, <laughs> if it if it meant that I could be like an underwater goth, I'd absolutely oh, no. do it. Oh, and everybody's
0: like, but nah. Nope only preps in here Mm -hmm. oh my god oh my god I would totally read a mermaid version of my immortal (laughs) oh god I need it
2: this
1: is like an opposite my immortal only preps are allowed (laughs) Yeah. banish all the gods
0: (laughs) so yeah but then they go with like I don't know. I can't think... The, the goth outfit kind of mm. overshadowed, like, the rest of them. Like, I guess there was, like, a kind of more lacy, frilly. Yeah. One. There was
2: also and, one that felt, um... In what I... Th- 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 just to put it in a weird way, quote-unquote urban. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, like,
3: hoop they
0: earrings gave a, and, like... And a zoot suit yeah. hat. With the me- a clock medallion. Ugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Great. Yeah. Get that urban gangsta flavor. Oh, no. Yeah. In the year of our Lord 2010. Yeah. Yeah,
1: This movie does feel a lot more like
0: early 90s flavor. I meant
1: more like kind of like going into that more like pink capitalism type stuff because it's almost like as soon as they got into 2010s, they're like, well, might as well just go full in with it, you know? Yeah. Because it's hasn't been quite as blatant in the previous.
0: Movies. No, this is definitely the most commercial of these movies. And that's and we're saying that even though there were some movies that felt compromised by some of the characters they had to add in for the sake of merch, but this one is like no. Know,
1: it feels a bit more cynical. Definitely. Than yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. But from there they end up deciding on just like just a generic one. yeah. Mm. It's it's pink. Yeah,
2: yeah they, they decide on the one that'll be easiest to print on toys.
0: Yep. 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 God. Although, Mattel, you just know, like, with the Monster High stuff coming up in a couple of years, like, they could have gotten on the ground floor of the, of the goth dolls. I feel
1: like Mattel would have made a lot if they made, like goth Barbie movie.
0: Oh my god. Could you imagine? Please, please (laughs) give me that. Give me the goth Barbie movie, Mattel, you cowards. So,
1: like, Barbie as a vampire.
0: Oh my god. Yes. Mattel,
1: I just made you a billion dollars. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Seriously, Mattel, we talk a lot of smack, but... We would be happy to sell out and write one of these movies if it means that we can actually, like, I don't know, do a different setting. Because I know there is a market.
2: Yeah, there's got to be a market. Barbie and the the Hunt for Sustenance. Oh,
0: yes. Barbie and Dante's Inferno. (laughs) Barbie as Dr. Faustus. Oof.
1: Barbie as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
0: And Mrs. Hyde.
1: And Mrs. Hyde. Mrs. Barbie has remade some classic literature, so... Yeah,
0: um. you can do it. Anywho, now... Barbie
2: or the modern Prometheus.
0: Ooh, <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> anyway.
0: That'd be amazing. God. But now now that they got an outfit, they gotta go meet with these muses who are a bunch of, like, scene teens. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are
1: requisite... Uh, big-headed, uh, smaller size figures. So. But instead of
0: the standard blonde, brunette, and black-haired ones, we got one that's still blonde but with per- pink highlights, one with blue highlights, and one with, like, purplish. And it's like... Oof. Wow. Yep. 2010 was a long time ago, y'all.
1: <laughs> it is yeah. kind of fun that the oracles are, like... Valley girls, though. No. Oh, yes.
0: It, that, that's kind of that's funny, because Eris is, like, asking for the prophecy, and they're just being very catty about it. Being all, yeah,
2: like, that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's, like, if there's one thing that these Barbie movies are good for is that you are not starved for very sassy side characters, yeah. and it's it, I enjoy when they can get a nice... Uh, sassy brunch atmosphere with some of these characters. Oh, yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, they tell the prophecy that oh, the special is here, and you gotta stop her, or else she's gonna take you down. And so, she she goes off and, and finds. More the...
1: importantly, she learns that she is the daughter of the woman that she is imprisoned to mm-hmm.
0: make. Yep, to... she's an auntie, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now. And now uh, the three heroes, they're sneaking in, and, like, the two requisite...
2: Yeah, honestly, from this point on, the movie is just, like, it's it's just a quest. It's just a quest, yeah. Yeah,
1: they get the MacGuffins they're supposed to get, and then they just kind of go on it. Uh, go
0: on that journey. Yeah, so. it,
2: it feels like the middle bit is just like, hey, you remember Finding Nemo? We're yep. gonna we're gonna do some bits from that.
1: Oh yeah, because they come across these like three jellyfish that mm-hmm. they got Oh in my god, yeah. Yeah. So, only their budget isn't so big so they only got three of them. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, Merlia gets the same prophecy from these fates they tell her you gotta seek three things. Uh, First yeah. is a magical comb that you oh, need for some. Oh, we never see
1: it do any magic. Yeah, so.
0: I don't know why the comb's important. But then you need to find the wish fish,
1: the dream fish,
0: the dream fish. Shoot, oh,
1: it should be a wish fish.
0: Yeah, like come on, it's right there. And then finally, you need to steal Eris's necklace, and then the ocean will be saved. You hear that, kids? You don't need to call for wide systemic change you don't need to change any personal habits to save the ocean you just gotta find the magic yeah
1: and just release this one lady who somehow controls the health of everything of, of the, the whole ocean, ocean. yeah she just lives <laughs> that's in this another thing <laughs> that's
0: another thing like Fairytopia also did this where like the entire ecosystem hangs in the balance of this one magic lady oh
1: yeah a lot of these shows Hmm. it's just like there's one queen and her health determines the health of literally yeah like if
0: she's gone everyone's just in the garbage now well that doesn't seem very sustainable oh yeah like (laughs) yeah
1: man gotta get in on these like one magic lady economies they got going on oh
0: yeah Seems like a pretty sweet deal. I mean, heck, we got a Sephora here, so... Yeah, Sephora, so
1: wanna... sorry. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we, we essentially... She... she ends up... Oh, yeah, embarking... we didn't mention her Apple Yes!
0: Yes, so... Oh, yeah. The first part. So, what, the fates give, like, this little... Uh, this little prophecy saying, like, you must go to this spot where it cannot be seen... It can be seen but not touched... And so Maria uses her video watch to yeah, like. In
1: 2010, they got little, and, little video watches. And little, yeah.
0: And she, she freaking skypes with her friends who, I mean, gotta give them something to do in this movie, I guess. Where they like usher her towards like this one. <laughs> they warm... just
1: Google away her issues.
0: <laughs> yep. Google's yep. this. Google is the sole solver of all problems. It's true. Yep. And then. So apparently there's like this crystal cavern that they got to go find. And that's where the comb is. Yeah. So they head off there. And as you mentioned, Emma, it's guarded by three jellyfish who appear very non-threatening. But whatever. The, the, the other mermaids and Zuma got to go, go have shenanigans with them to stop them. And meanwhile, a Snout... And Marley are gonna go in, and they go Snout to the. is the
1: creepy sea lion. The creepy sea
0: know. lion, yes. Yeah. The Quentin Tarantino of the sea.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd love to hear his hot takes about uh. Barbie movie. About bar. Oh, no, no! I was about to say I would love to hear Snout's opinions about hit the hippies and um. talk about how much you miss uh, Sharon Tate, but yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah.
1: Maybe that's why Snout doesn't talk. It's the, oh yeah, my it's god! It's also like it's weird. He's like the only non-verbal creature in this movie. Yeah, like, that's except for those mantis sharks.
0: I mean, the Yeah. So Eris has like all these mantis sharks who I kind of like their design. I could have, I could have seen more of them to be like a more menacing sight, but eh,
1: they yeah. don't do it.
0: But, but. Uh, Snout and uh, Merlina. They're in this cavern and so Merlina starts climbing up the crystals to get to the comb at the very top. She's
1: going like barefoot, no equipment, scaling these crystals. Yeah.
0: These sharp crystals that could easily cut you, but yeah. Just a bunch of super nice amethyst and she's climbing to the top and oh! There's this. There's the comb, but oh it's stuck and it's surrounded by these cracks
1: and she can defeat this obstacle the only way you can in these films. With feet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, she... So she pulls a comb she and then... goes, she steps on the crack, the...
0: The comb's freed and, oh,
1: the place is
0: crashing down. She's got to escape and, oh, Snout so is just standing there.
1: The sea lion miraculously survives mm-hmm. for the benefit of all. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, it, she. It would be it. such a shame. if mm-hmm. yeah.
0: snouts had disappeared. Yeah, yeah well, We would have we can't. to know. Yeah, yeah. But uh. well, with that bit out of the way, now it's time for the second thing. Time to find the dream fish. So they answer another riddle, and they do a video Skype chat again, where they can conf- they find the totally not like the. uh whatever that current was in Finding Nemo.
1: And so uh, Merlia picks up the... The uh, remains. The remains of a once-living sentient creature of a clamshell and uses it to... uh,
0: Surf that current, dude. Yeah. It's true. And she just... Yeah, she does some super rad moves while she surfs inside. We're still underwater, but it's... There's still, I guess, gravity, and it's, it's very...
1: It looks like, okay. This this movie was required to have at least three surfing montages, and they needed to put one in the middle yeah. section. Yeah, I okay. will tell.
0: I will say this. I guess the honestly the best part of this movie is those surfing montages because it is kind of like interesting to see like how extra they make all of these tricks. Like, yeah, it's very Tony Hawk. Yeah, I was about. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, there's this school of like wish fish, and she pulls all these super rad moves and. Only one of them is impressed, which is like, dang. Yeah, I what do you we... want?
2: What do you want from me?
0: <sighs> yeah, like, like she's literally surfing underwater. Like, I can't imagine what else would be. Like, do you require a sacrifice? Must your desires be satiated with the blood
2: of the mermaids? Almost assuredly. Yes. Yeah. But because yeah, of that... She gets, this... she gets a dream fish...
0: Gets the dream fish, and...
2: Yeah. and... then And then goes back, and there's another ceremony happening with Eris. Yeah, it, apparently she does this thing twice
0: a day, which...
1: Well, you gotta have the morning parade, and then you gotta have the evening parade.
0: I mean, yeah, gotta keep those in check. People are gonna be check.
1: flying really far to get to this event, and they're gonna wanna see something, so... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder how many of those people ended up, like... I wouldn't be surprised if the Handmaiden's Tale situation Arised where there were some people in the crowd that were just waiting for another person to be off by the uh, tornadoes, just waiting. Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong story. I'm thinking of the trial. Yeah,
1: okay, I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, like, no. like, what Maidens the heck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thi- sorry. I'm thinking of a different dystopian story. Yeah, with an authoritarian regime. Merlia has the bright idea to like. In order to get close to the queen, there's only one way to get her attention. Through what? dance. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get another Queen of the Waves song as they just... Yep. They sure do that dance. They yeah,
2: sure which, do. They get really yeah. into it, as does the, the queen.
1: Yeah, and the crowd
2: gets into it, too. Even like,
1: th- yeah, the crowd knows the choreography. Even though it's established, she had to teach the choreography to her other two friends. So. Which...
0: I wonder what that implies about Barbie's human friend group. Marlia's <laughs> apologies. Like, yeah. I, I guess this is just a thing yeah. in Malibu. I don't know.
1: Hey, I mean, I've never been to Malibu, so for what I know, it could be. What else for would all they what
2: know? Else would, what else would they learn in school besides <laughs> choreographed dance numbers? Yeah, I mean, if I
1: mean,
0: I, it is Florida, so.
1: No, Malibu is California.
0: Mal, oh God.
1: Miami is Florida. Oh. They both have M's in them, so.
0: Okay. Yeah. My bad.
1: But, I mean, if, uh, if I assume what, what happens in Malibu just based on Barbie properties, I assume, you know, you just go surfing and also drive in a hot pink car without a top on. Yeah. So.
0: And and everyone is either, like, a like very trim high school looking dude, a Chad Himbo, or a real crunchy daddy. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So all the different kinds of people.
0: It's just the three. Yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> While she's being distracted by it, oh, Maria steals the necklace and she exposes Eris and but Eris finds out, Oh, you're my niece. Time to send you to the dungeon and goes swiggity swoogity. Get in that tornado ditty. <laughs> You tried. I tried. You tried. Um,
1: Swiggity Sweno, getting the tornado. Uh, well done. <laughs> See, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Oh, clearly
0: yeah. you're my. Yes, my.
1: Yeah, this is why I will usurp you one day. I mean,
0: listen. If we're being honest, you're the better half of the hostess. So. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh,
0: like I have. Listen, I'm. I'm secure enough in my status as a host to know that like. You're the top dog around here, so Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for the promotion. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> so but
0: yeah, so she's in the tornado and um she calls upon the wishfish, and the wishfish is like, Hey, you could just bounce from here. You could just totally be like, screw these dudes and let them stay in this in ocean fascism, but nope.
1: But she's like, I've learned now to care. She about She definitely other
0: considers people. it. She yeah. definitely <laughs> Oh yes. Like, listener, make no mistake, she does have a moment where she's like, I could just bounce. I could like, just go. Yeah. <laughs> just <leave. laughs> like I mean, I mean uh, Elon Musk could probably get this, right? <laughs> this seems like a thing that he could fix. I mean he's he'll ripped. send his little
1: submarine. <laughs> Oh, God. This is Elon Musk.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: I am here to save you from sea fascism, and I will only accept anime waifu body pillows in <laughs> return.
2: Uh. <laughs> wow, we sure do live in a society,
0: huh? Oh, a yeah. mermaid society. Uh-huh. And so, but Mer- Merlia... We live de- in
1: a sea society. Oh, no, there it ah!
0: is. <laughs> So Merlia decides, no, I'm going to stay. And because of that, the dream fish makes her a full mermaid with the real tail.
1: Well, the dream fish actually says that he's not doing anything at that moment. So it's like uh, the magic was inside you all along. Oh, you're right. So So
0: Merlia still gets a wish at some point. I wonder if that pops up in the sequel. It's
1: like, dream fish.
0: The dream fish is probably just like sitting there now like, all right. She'll be like,
1: Dreamfish, I need you to hide this body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, Dreamfish, I got a lot of taxes. Could you work something out for me? I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to fund the roads. (laughs)
1: Like
0: those poor don't deserve my taxes.
1: They need the sea roads. (laughs)
0: Yeah, she, she, he can set up a, an accountant. The oceans of Finland or something like that.
2: I mean, the Cayman Islands are right there.
0: Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But because she has this new tail, she's able to escape the tornado, and she reveals Eris as a fraud, because it turns out Eris can't uh, produce that...
1: Mer... mer Merlillium,
0: Merlillium, Mer- mi- yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 and she was different, and she's been using the queen to make a fake Merlillium, but this Merlillium's not as good because the queen's unhappy, so the ocean's dying. So lesson learned, kids.
2: Again, you know,
1: all goddamn magic realms where the health of everyone's just determined on how a. Magic lady
2: feels. Is, is this uh is this analogous to like Eris is a bad queen because she she's infertile and that it's like, oh, you can't produce uh you can't produce children. We need we need somebody who is actually full I mean, of life. The
1: myrh Lilium is kind of almost sperm like, so It
0: is. Honestly, mm-hmm. I could see it. And there's also, like, with uh, with Eris, you also got some of that, like, oh, she's different. Like, there's also more of that queer coding, so therefore it's yeah. like... Also,
1: she's got, like, that mid-2000s short haircut.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. really concerned about finding that girl. Oh, wait, no, it's her niece. Never mind. Abort, abort! <laughs> abort! <laughs> abort the reading! <laughs> yeah. yeah, never mind. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, but because of that, uh, Eris goes feral on her and just, like, I guess tries to strangle her.
1: Yeah, well, Merlea tries to, like, reason with her. Like, your sister will forgive you for imprisoning her and sending people to the dungeon.
0: Never mind the fact that you don't know her, but sure. I mean,
1: for all we know, the queen is probably totally cool with throwing the supers into the dungeon. So. Yeah, who
0: knows? Maybe got got some, like... I don't know, some... What would be the underwater equivalent of waterboarding?
1: Uh, airboarding? Airboarding! Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eris chases her around, but... Oh, she ends up getting caught in her own whirlpools, where she's now going to be taken to the deepest trenches of the ocean. Mm. Yeah.
1: Hoisted by her own batard.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll teach you to be an ambitious woman, heiress. Yeah. You harlot.
1: You should just be a chosen one and be born into royalty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But because of that, uh, Merlea frees her mother. By the way, her mom's name is Calissa, which, oof, the great names keep coming, y'all. But, uh, and because she's happy to see her daughter, the ocean is cured. See,
1: it was pink before, but now it's blue. Yeah, but there are still capitalisms. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And now there's a big old party, and now the the pufferazzi is like, I want to get a photo of the princess. And the previous celebrity is like, all right, I guess I'll take one. And the puffer's is like,
1: eh, nah,
0: move over so I can see the princess. And it's like...
1: Yeah, way to say, like, screw you to this yeah, random lady. Yeah, this random
0: lady who, yeah. her only crime is just having nice things, I guess?
2: Yeah, she's she's got internet
0: clout. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she is, no, she's a mermaid influencer. She really oh. is. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. This yeah, movie really called gets, a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, this she's really getting big likes on C-Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> No, it's C Insta... No, she's a a uh, C TikToker
2: now.
1: Oh, oh yeah. She's, she's evolved, you yeah. know? Yes. But well,
2: it, the- yeah, on t- it wouldn't be Twitter. It would be like Glubber or something. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Flounder. Oh, no. oh Flounder. Oh, Christ. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, but because of that, uh, but because she saved the ocean, uh, she offers to let Merlia stay forever, but... She misses her human home. So she gives her a necklace that will allow her to transform. She
1: should just charge her Apple Watch, you know, she can call them again. Yeah,
0: like you got those electric jellyfishes.
1: Mm. It seems like a pretty sweet deal.
0: But instead, she gets now a magical pendant so she can transform into a mermaid whenever she wants. And with this new necklace. She returns to the surface. Yeah,
1: before she goes, uh, her mom essentially delivers to her the moral of the story. Oh, yeah. Where she was like, you should accept both parts of your identity as both a human and a mermaid. And you are not an outsider in either. Yeah, yeah
2: my, my joke when that happened was, and now I have taught you the magic of... Code switching. <laughs> At last, you now have the ability to to move seamlessly between separate communities and keep your mm-hmm. identity separate.
0: Yes. No need to abolish the arbitrary binary yeah. between mermaid. No, you just gotta you just gotta switch it when it suits yeah, people around.
1: A magic around shell you. that can turn you into one side or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Which. This is the necklace I put on when I'm around my family so that they don't know I'm not a racist anymore. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. The, the true universal struggle, yeah. especially in
0: the Midwest. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, she
2: does some more tricks.
0: Yeah, she does some super rad tricks. We get that
1: song again. We get yeah. that
0: song again. And the they uh, wrote surfer...
1: one song they want you to know, right?
0: Yeah, and that surfer announcer is really adamant being like, "Yeah, check out, pink hair, y'all."
1: Which people keep on acting like it's strange that she has like pink highlights and it's like It's in Malibu, Malibu. <laughs> like yeah. in the 2000s. <laughs> in the
0: yeah, like it's not it's not a thing, y'all. If anything it would be like we are not to be a surfer girl without this highlights.
2: is this is what's funny is like when we're talking about the the like queer coding of this story and, oh no, my body is changing in weird ways, as in the, the uh, my hair has started turning pink. That doesn't work as well as like the monster transformations. Yeah, that you would see in, like, similar types of stories like this is why the queer coding in something like a werewolf story or a vampire story is so much more prescient because it's like it's a physical transformation that is something Mm -hmm. you actually have to hide and it like separates you from people but here it's like oh no the thing that makes me special is this cosmetic thing that will only make me more popular
0: yeah yeah it's kind
1: of thing it's a very like sanitized yeah. Like very marketable way to show like deviance in this world. Yeah, like,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, it's
2: it's something like, oh, I can I can buy this uh hair dye. Uh, this and hair that'll dye. make me
0: unique like everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but to your but to your point, uh, about like the transformation stuff, like that's honestly like a common staple with like pretty much every one of these other ones. I mean, it's no coincidence yeah. that like one of the most famous trans charities out there is, is called Mermaids.
2: You know that's true. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: but I feel like other stories like do it a lot better. Yeah, lot, we were talking about a lot of, like those like double life mermaid things that were popular like H2O, in two thousand. A lot year. of those were like kind of like yeah, it was cool to be a mermaid, but it was also like dangerous or scary at some point. Yeah, it so was like,
0: but here it's like there's no.
1: Yeah, it's just like, oh no, I am cursed to be even cooler than I already am. Yeah, like, you know?
0: that's her tragic flaw.
1: And she mm-hmm. never really has to like grapple with balancing the two worlds because she just gets a magic necklace that lets her essentially get to have both in equal amounts. Yeah, yeah. she can
2: come and go as she pleases and she has no yeah. responsibilities. She's just yes. magical, magical ocean royalty and she has nothing that she has to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, no struggle and therefore no yeah. relatability to it. And yeah, because yeah, I've thought back on this movie a couple of times because I, like I said, I only remember the premise. And the premise has a lot of really good storytelling potential, but they kind of just squander it.
1: Yeah, and it just feels like it gets, it kind of becomes a different movie in the middle part of it. And then it's just.
2: Yeah, oh, basically yeah. it just becomes like an Indiana Jones thing for most of it and it, mm-hmm, it it's mm-hmm. it's not interesting. Yeah. All of yeah. the all of the like side quest stuff doesn't tie into characterization at all, so nope. it's just filler.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is something that they've actually done before, like like, hmm. like we mentioned, like, a lot of these Barbie movies do have, like, the magical quest things, but often there is that, like, element where, like, in order to suppress this, they have to overcome, like, their flaw or something, but...
1: Yeah, like, because in the thing, well, the first one, she climbs and knows to put her feet on some cracks. Yeah, there's no struggle to that. And then she surfs, which we already know she's an amazing surfer. Yeah. She has no struggles with surfing. What
0: I would have thought would have been interesting, because, like, a crystal cavern, like... It's right there where you get to see reflections and distorted versions of yourself through the crystals. And, like, they could have done something with that where, like, she sees, like, different versions of herself in the crystal and she learns to accept the real her. And that's yeah. how she gets to come. Like it's, like, it's right there. That's, like, right off the top of my head, too.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh they they have to be producing these things so fast. Oh they do literally limited, do. Uh limited budget, budget.
0: Oh yeah, like 2010 um was well 2008 was a year they released three movies in a single year. Oh uh God. after 2008 cuz you got the the crash, uh the great recession, they they downgraded it to two a year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yeah,
1: they like get these out and we are sorry we kind of put this one on, because there definitely are ones that have, like...
0: A lot of actual better. thematic depth. Honestly, if you're dying to see what an actual, like, Barbie magical journey movie is like, uh, honestly, rec- our recommendations would be uh, Magic of Pegasus, which, fun fact, Sarah, it's got a dead-on look-alike to Doug Walker in it.
2: <laughs> oh, no. It is, <laughs>
1: is <the> uncanny.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it is uncanny. And okay. It's like,
1: a, it's like a creepy villain. Yeah, that he's like a creepy... He wants to make possess- the, the uh, Barbie li- t- protagonist's wife. It's a whole thing. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, like, just a full-on creeping, possessive dude. And it's actually a very interesting story of, like,
1: yeah.
0: overcoming well, toxic... It's also
1: like, with them getting, like, their... It's also, like, a get magical items yeah. type story, but, like... It comes at some kind of, like, significant kind of character moment. Yeah. For the characters. Yeah, the
0: way that they're able to get these things is by learning more about themselves and being able to grow in their relationships with their with yeah. other people. But
1: this movie, like, with its themes and messages, just feels very, like, half ass. Like, the villain is the exact same character As, like, Fairy-topia. A as billion times yeah, or more. Uh, and it's like... Yeah. I don't know. It's... I would have wanted it to be better than it would have been. Yeah. Like, I would have wanted to, to not, focus ma- more of, like, the... Just her interacting with her friends and her grandfather and, like, dealing with this part yeah. of
2: Yeah. I want... Uh,
0: not enough of the beach daddy.
1: Yeah. No. I could have used more of him. He was a fun character.
0: He was a fun yeah. character.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. It would have been a lot more interesting to go there, but...
1: I know. Maybe the sequel is better in that regard. Maybe since it establishes maybe. now that she's got the necklace. Yeah.
0: Perhaps. That might be interesting. It it wouldn't be the first time where a sequel to one of these movies ended up turning out better than like previous incarnations. Yeah. Hmm. So uh what so uh Emma, what do you give a rating for this one?
1: Uh I give this one. Two creepy seals out of five.
0: All right. I give this one, uh, mm, I give this one, uh, one and a half toes out of the five.
2: Damn it. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, did
0: I beat it? To,
2: beat you to it? I, I, as soon as you said seals, I'm like, okay, so we're inventing a scale here. What is it? Toes. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, 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 Sarah, how do you rate this movie? As your first Barbie experience in general. Um,
2: I would give this, uh, I would say that this is a wipeout.
0: Oh. <coughs> on a,
2: on a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: honestly. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's very fair. But at least being able to enjoy this with the guest was a
2: very...
1: Yeah, it definitely would have been really boring if it was like, oh, it's another oh, yes. fantasy quest movie.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. It had some aesthetic stuff that wasn't too bad. like
0: yeah. the... And that's honestly something a lot of these movies do actually very well. Like, props to the Rainmaker Studios background artists. You guys do a really good job with a lot of your, like, background art. like t-
2: Yeah, like, they really do.
0: Yeah, like, if you do watch Magic of Pegasus, there are some, there are some backgrounds that dead-on look like Albert Bierstadt uh, gothic oh, wow. landscape paintings. Mm-hmm. It is actually genuinely impressive. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah. So, uh, Miss Sarah Zedek, mm-hmm. thank you very much for joining us in the Pink Isle. Well thank you for having me. This was yeah. a
2: delightful experience.
0: Oh, we're so happy. We're so happy.
1: So we're glad it's like we've been in this pink bubble, just the two of us all this long and we finally dragged someone oh, else <laughs> to be on this podcast. Yeah.
0: Yes. But yeah, so uh Sarah, we've already plugged a lot of your stuff at the beginning of the show, but just for listeners again, like tell us where
2: we can find more of your work. Yeah. Basically, the best place to find anything that I do is on Twitter, and I'm at HMS No Fun, and I basically post everything. But I've got links to my profile and my profile there to basically everything. My YouTube channel, yeah. my yeah, her my... YouTube channel, her Patreon
0: yeah. help support her Patreon, help her pay bills. Yeah, meds are expensive, y'all. The meds
2: are expensive; they really are.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so. As for us, uh, Emma... Uh,
1: I, uh, I work for The Shield at the University of Southern Indiana.
0: Yeah, so she does it. good writing, y'all. She's, she's a great writer, and I appreciate her. In this aisle, we appreciate Emma Corey. <laughs> but uh, as for me, uh, listeners, most of you guys already know, uh, you can follow... The Pink Isle on Twitter at Pink Isle Pod. We're gonna. It's hard. We're trying to do a better job of updating it and stuff, but yeah, it's we got some fresh Bibble memes that we need to drop on there. Which, oof, Bibble, Sarah, you. It's it, very strange. It's very the strange. Outside, yeah, um... yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I would say keep a safe distance from Bibble. Oh. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's very ominous it's thing very to om- say to someone out of context. To
0: say to so- yes, but uh, if you if you satiate your curiosity, you will know why. Okay. <laughs> but aside from that, uh, if you enjoy my work that I done do on the internet, uh, you can follow me on my YouTube channel doing my vids and stuff at Henry Kathman. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Kathman Henry, uh, or If you want to get these episodes early, all you gotta do, chuck a buck a month on Patreon.com/slash/HenryKathman. See some early video, uh, see the videos and podcasts early, and also a couple of bonus things that may or may not involve (laughs) Biddle. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh yes, Sarah, the fanfic is. Okay. Anywho,
1: yeah, there's a fanfic involved. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, but aside from that, uh, thank you again, Sarah, for <laughs> guesting with, us. and thank you, listener, for joining us again in the Pink Isle. Uh, next, uh, next episode is one that I'm actually kind of excited for, only because there's like a there's a weird meta gag, but we're gonna be next time watching. Barbie in a fashion fairy tale. So, we'll be hoping that you'll join us again. So, yeah. Uh, any any other last words to end us off on, Miss
2: Zedig? Um, I'm I'm very happy to return to my home after being led astray. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, uh, don't worry. We'll. We'll we'll get you a care package. We got a pink trauma blanket
0: for you. We'll get you all situated. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, (laughs) listeners, for enjoying us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.